Welcome to My Empower Project with your host, Erin Rowe. We will discuss nutrition, fitness, becoming your own boss, and just becoming better every day. I invite you to join My Empower Project as we embark, embrace, encompass, and enlighten. We either choose fight or flight. We do this in serious situations, but also maybe in social situations or when forming opinions during conversations with people. I'm not a psychologist, but I wonder if our judgments can be from instant fight or flight reactions. I wonder if our skepticism is based on fear, which would be flight or on lack of knowledge, which would be to fight the idea. I'm probably just thinking way too deeply into something that's just part of how our brains work, but I'm trying to understand how we come to conclusions, and in doing so, I think it's best for me to explain my thoughts to you with one phrase that doesn't require multi-dimensional thinking. This phrase will be familiar to you, and today I'm going to talk about this phrase. Here it is. I don't buy it. I set out to share things with you as I learn about them, and as I've said in my first few episodes, I'm doing this because some things I wish I knew about sooner. And if today's tool can help someone, even though it's new to me, I decided to share it and even welcome the rolled eyes and judgment I will get. Before we get into talking about crystals, I'm going to share a story. I don't go to church often, but that states nothing about my religion, and this podcast is also not about religion. See, more than less of my friends have kids, which means by the time I even commute home, they are already in their bedtime routine and definitely cannot meet me out. And even weekend parties have to be over before I would even prefer to start. So I thought, let me try to meet some more women my age. And I run a tight ship and it's because I have to right now. Trying to launch multiple business ventures last year left me in a place where every spare minute counts considering how few of them I have where I'm not working my full-time job. If I want to build an empire, I need to show up and it has to be as big of a priority as my full-time job, but condensed. I think I had Googled Women's Events New Jersey or something similar, and a women's Christmas party appeared, and it was at a church. Considering I had a hard time vibing with some, not because we didn't get along, but because if the ladies I had been meeting spent their nights in bars, and I spent my days in the gym and nights taking online courses and business building, we just were in a different space from each other. And I understand my space is sometimes extreme when training for a competition, or I set myself up with a task to complete for a business strategy and I give myself a certain date to complete it, maybe these new women at the party at the church might be extreme the other way and judge me for my bikini pictures or when I did drink. All fear-based judgments and I hadn't even gone out yet. I get ready for the party anyway. Now let me preface this. I wore a green lace fitted dress tall heels and had my hair all curled like it was 8 p.m., but it was probably more like 10 a.m. It was Christmas and church, so I thought I had to dress up. I walked in and just stood there. I literally saw a sea of white hair. I thought, is it a sin to walk out right now? (laughs) This is awkward. 
well, I'll just watch the Christmas show while I drove all the way here. Like all kinds of things running through my head. A friendly churchgoer standing off to the side, probably a volunteer of some sort, approached me so kindly and introduced herself and said, are you looking for someone or do you need an open seat? Being the person I am, I spoke before I thought, regretfully, and said, I'm actually looking to see if there's any young people here. I held my breath, I didn't blink, and I regretted what I said, and oddly enough, the woman said nonchalantly, well, check out upstairs. I couldn't run up the stairs fast enough. Now, all the volunteers in the hallway where I walked in were in ugly Christmas sweaters, but it wasn't, in their mind, an ugly Christmas sweater. It was like their real-life wardrobe. So I stood out in my party dress, which actually isn't abnormal for me, but I thought I was going to a Christmas party. I thought an open room, maybe music and mocktails, and I would confidently mingle table to table and meeting other ladies. Anyway, I went up to the balcony and sat in a row by my lonesome. The church was cool, modern, as in full rock band, computer effects, high tech. It was non-denominational, and the show was going on on the stage below. I hear someone say, excuse me. So I turn to my left, and a girl is ducking in the aisle, whispering to not disturb the other onlookers. I hear you're looking for women more your age. Follow me. I have an extra seat in the very front. So I followed, and I sat, and I watched the show without moving a muscle, to be honest. I don't know what I was afraid of, but the show ended, and the girl then introduced me to the girls in front of us, behind me, next to me, and they were all so nice. They were gathered around, so I asked them if they... They had like a get together weekly and they started to chat about mots or maybe wait moms of toddlers is that right or maybe it was mops moms of preschoolers something and they asked if I had kids I'm sure it was only a second or two but in that time I just saw tons of eyes on me all waiting for my answer and once I say no I always feel the same thing I'm sure it's all in my head I'm just being honest with you and I feel two judgments. You can't relate to us and uh, yeah, you just don't get it yet. And then I feel like they think I can't hang, that I'm the outcast and there's some truth to it. My problems are different. I'm like, should I go to London for the weekend or Coachella? Because I've never been to Coachella. Am I too old to go to Coachella? What would I wear? Versus a mom getting through the next hour without a tantrum and finding something that their toddler will actually eat. It's just different phases in life and both are incredible in their own ways. My new friend was so kind though. She said, well, on Wednesday, the ladies group meets. Come meet Jenny. Jenny goes on Wednesday. Well, Jenny and I both had dogs that were our everything. So that was that. And we exchanged numbers and have hung out since. This story, it ties into today's topic because of hindsight. So a situation like this was practice for how I now react to almost everything. And voluntarily being uncomfortable X number of times has made me okay with being uncomfortable. Now that I think about it, attending Rush Week in college and pledging my sorority was totally out of my comfort zone. And even before that freshman year, my friend and I showed up at a frat party to get immediately blindfolded 
for an initiation as little sisters of that frat. We had no idea what to expect, but we just showed up. And I don't know where that free spirit disappears to the older you get. And there's the hindsight. Since then, there was an intimidating gym with equipment I didn't understand what to do with, but I showed up. A container system to teach me portions and balance of what to eat. I bought it and did it alone. An awkward party? I'll show up. A conference across the country that seems new to me? I'll be there. A new holistic approach to wellness or a new potential stream of income? I show up to listen and learn. My point is that I learned to have a new first reaction, which is now not, I don't buy it, but tell me a little about that. Because I have learned that being out of my comfort zone has opened up amazing opportunities. So in my next topic, the words I'm scared to utter to you in fear of judgment only came into my life because I put fear aside. Crystals. I want to remind you what I said earlier about our fight or flight reactions and our I don't buy it internal reaction as we nod and smile outwardly. I did a little shopping and I bought crystals. When I heard about them, it went in one ear and out the other for about two years. I didn't understand it. I thought it was weird. It was cool for those people, but I'm not them. I actually had no opinion on it. I didn't care. Before I tell you a little more, I've jotted down some examples of things we could react with, I don't buy it. And after I give a few random examples and you're like, yeah, I get it, I'm going to give you a few more examples. So bear with me. If there's a hurricane and you see aftermath, you see damage from the high winds, winds so powerful, roofs were ripped off of houses, that wind had power, yet you couldn't see it. You cannot see the wind, but it's real and it can leave an effect. Do you have to see the wind in order to not say, I don't buy it? An airplane weighing tons plays light as a feather, stiff as a board. If you didn't play that in sixth grade, I'm saying it levitates. If a tube of metal floats, and I don't know how, I don't say I don't buy it, but I believe it. There's so many things I don't bother to wonder why. The moon pulls the ocean, creating tides. The earth floats on an axis and rotates around the sun. So I don't rule anything out. Do you have a lucky shirt? You wouldn't be judged by being superstitious. It's just like, oh, that's your lucky shirt. Cool, whatever. Dreams are unexplainable. Yeah, crystals are taboo. There was a Facebook video of people doing things the opposite way from the average, such as putting on a sock and a shoe before moving on to put both on the other foot instead of putting both socks on and then both shoes. Why do we believe one way is the right way when the result is the same? Our brains are too intricate to be fully understood. So I want us to expand our minds and think outside the box and get out of the robot mode that surrounds us. How do you prove that you love someone? You can't see it, but you feel it, right? You feel it. I doubt it's proven that having warm milk before bed helps you sleep better, but we've heard it enough that we just believe it and that's enough for you. That's all it has to be, enough for you. A more serious topic, think of anxiety. You can't see it. Depression or anxiety, things that are hard to explain, but that does not mean your feelings aren't warranted or aren't real. Are you tired right now, fatigued, exhausted? How high or low is your energy level? And can you prove it or you just feel one way or the other? Everyone hears something different when they hear information. We are built to interpret, but how much of our reaction is learned behavior? 
your own interpretation is 100% true because it's enough for you. But you have a choice of which way you believe and why. Some of these are tools. A plane is a tool to get you from point A to B. A tool is an option. So before disregarding an option because it's new to you, maybe give it true thought. Everything in life causes a reaction, outside of chemistry even, meaning a handshake. That shows support or recognition. How do you explain what a hug is like? So if something is outside of your comfort level, I ask you to be receptive even if your three other friends at the table are giving weird looks. How do magnets work? You can't see the pull. People sleep on magnets. Biomats, is that what it is? That might seem out there to you, but is it only because it's new to you? Because you believe a lot of things you can't easily explain to an alien if today was their first day on the planet. A hot sip of coffee. It gives you a feeling, but it's unexplainable. Honey in your tea. Is that woo-woo talk? No, because we've all heard of it enough. I'm so stuck on the notion of what makes things normal and not normal. Do our opinions come down to how many times we've heard it or at what age we heard something? How many people and who has to do something until it's okay? Currently, and I hope this is short-lived, this trend, it's okay to wear a fanny pack across your chest. Who are these decision makers? I think because I was an only child, I see things differently. I never had siblings to whisper in my ear that something was weird. I just want you to ask yourself something every time you feel uncomfortable to see if you're limiting yourself by drawing a line. Please say, am I being flexible or am I doing what other people would do and other people expect me to do? Am I being flexible? If you have a preference, that's one thing from past experience, from your likes and dislikes. But if it's because people might judge you, then we can work on that because you don't need anyone to hold you back. Do you know who Jeffree Star is? Here is another thing that can't be explained or proven easily, yet shouldn't be pushed aside, like the wind or gray area things. Why does the warmth of the sun relax us lying on the beach when we aren't cold? I think the answer is this. It's our soul. It needs to surface, and you may be running around fulfilling your duties as the shell we are in. Your body might be paying the bills and making Pinterest projects for your kids' class and waking up to rinse, wash, repeat because... That is the phase of life you're in right now. But even so, at some point, you could be putting time into finding ways to let your soul tell you what it wants, what you actually want, not what others tell you you want. More than just the tasks our body performs on autopilot while on this earth. Now, a few things that really pissed me off lately, and I know I'm in need of personal development and need to brush up on some podcasts to slap myself back into optimism, but just to speak freely... My mom, Pat, crossed over in 2012, and after that is when I started to eat clean. Actually, I started to juice, and now look at the celery juice popularity going on right now. And I got into starting to create a strong body and fitness and kept saying, that brand has red dye, but that sugar will feed cancer cells, but that will make your body acidic and you need your body to be alkaline. And yes, you can make a good choice, but your body isn't even absorbing that one salad's nutrients because your bacteria levels are off. And my family would just say, people don't think like that. You can't worry about everything. You got to live. Meanwhile, I had added more and more people to Facebook 
TikTok and then Instagram when I started competitively trading that lived like this only because they were educated about those topics and they were topics that interested them. I never heard of this stuff. pH in the body, alkalinity, gut biome, the lymphatic drainage system. What was this stuff? And I wanted to educate people on it, but I let the comments push me back. So I'm mad at myself for that. I'm glad that gut health is being spoken about more. After my mom, when I couldn't get up for work because I thought life was too short to be wasting it there, I held on to what she taught me and it was, you got to get up, just get it done. And something else she said, let's go, let's go, let's go. Fast forward to Mel Robbins 54321 concept the last year or two. And now in 2019, everybody is folding their socks and thirds and using the condo method of tidying up from Marie Kondo. Their drawers are all beautiful. Yet literally five months ago, I was called weird for labeling my pantry and making sure I could see everything so nothing went to waste and having matching hangers. I'm not saying I invented all this stuff, but you don't have to invent something to spread value to people. And some things might come easy to you that you don't even realize don't come easy to other people. And I'm mad at myself for not staying true to the things I had interest in. I guess I'm glad my weirdness is now the cool thing. (laughs) I don't know how we decide which things are cool to jump on board with or why I'm obsessed with this notion. I think I should have studied psychology. Pavlov's conditioning is real and so is the law of attraction which is actually pretty popular right now if you're in that space and that's what I've learned the past year or so is you put yourself into spaces and if your space is not diverse which it never is unless you put effort in the choice is yours closed-minded or open is no more I think you've heard my podcast on labels and how moments in time don't define you. Flexibility is what got me to where I am today and to being able to train so strictly for four fitness competitions. It was not goal setting. It was not using my planner, making lists, reading books, although they did play a part in getting me to that point. In hindsight, I didn't set goals. I set intentions and I was flexible. Flexible to new ideas and notions and ways of living and also ways people perceive things and view opportunities. Think of the opposite of flexibility, rigidity. A generation or more so, two generations ago, men worked, came home and had a beer, ate food that was made for them, woke up, worked, The wife cooked, cleaned, raised kids. This happened for 40 years while they lived in the same house, one job, one house, worked, 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 died. Fast forward to this uproar of millennials with 20-year-old millionaires left and right and new ways of entrepreneurship and no more businesses paying for billboards and surveys when they can reach millions with Facebook ads for pennies on the dollar. I've done it, literal pennies on the dollar to market to so many people across the world. We have no choice but to be flexible about the new ideas of marketing because they are changing whether we join in or not. We don't dare live in one house forever. We want experiences, not things. The tiny house movement, minimalism, minimizing the footprint we leave on our planet, backpack living, real estate for investment reasons, not for 30 years, flexible minds. Flexibility is the new stability. 
Our souls are shining through and maybe it's because of yoga and meditation or the amazing authors we have access to on our phones, but it is like an awakening, this millennial world we are in. Flexibility is what I wish for you because everything is temporary. Everything about everything is temporary. We just hit February, a better time for a resolution than January. And if we could just be that, be flexible. Good morning. Thank you, God, for another day. I will not check my phone for 30 to 60 minutes. And am I flexible? Good resolution. Let's do it. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. So I think I'm ready to share more about my new crystal journey. I've rambled enough. I'm hoping you are able to see the connection between all of these examples. How in hindsight, the reason we don't buy things is because we don't put ourselves in other spaces. No more I don't buy it. No more sticking in our comfort zone. And that flexibility is stability. Please give me a rating below. It helps me put time into creating more episodes for you if I know that you enjoy them. If you find them unique enough to come back each week, I'd appreciate you rating and giving a review of my Empower Project. Two or three years ago, we spent money on adult coloring books. These were a good start, a good first step to winding down, to adding some calming time. I wanted to give you a couple examples before I dive into the topic today of crystals. I entitled it, I don't buy it because most people don't buy into the idea of healing crystals. Crystals are a new realm of exploration for me. Any way to potentially heal yourself or de-stress, I'm all ears for. They are not anti-religion and they are not for witchcraft. And if that is your immediate thought, do you own a TV and are you a witch? I didn't put two and two together that our LCD screens that we stare at all day are liquid crystal displays. Crystals are actually trained to record data, learn to interpret it, and throw info back to us by way of the internal parts of our computers. Also, quartz may make watches work. I'm not sure, but maybe. So just between me and you, I've been learning about crystals. To back up to when I went to Bali, it was my first full day there, and the retreat was to begin by waking up and meeting in the yoga studio. To envision this yoga studio, it was a wooden floor built out over the jungle next to the rice paddies, no walls. We sat and introduced ourselves to other retreat attendees, and one of the women there shared some words of wisdom. She also passed around a piece of rose quartz. I passed it on. I didn't understand it for anything, but I had zero opinion about it. I think she touched us with rose water or essential oil, which essential oils are very common now. So keep that in mind, how we all grew up without any essential oils. And now we see them everywhere. They're even in TJ Maxx. Actually, there are crystals in TJ Maxx too. But anyway, another girl there was a light worker as well, a term I had never heard before the trip. And she mentioned at some point something about cleansing her crystals in the dirt of her plants and how she brought some of her favorite stones with her on the trip. Again, I didn't think anything of it. Here I am, this Jersey girl with a suitcase full of mainly black clothing with a group of California girls wearing loose, colorful, flowy tunics that I'd never seen before talking about their shamans. One practice Reiki, new to me at the time. I mean, by me, there's one massage place where you get fancy gift cards for people and one other massage chain with subpar massages. Chakras, never heard of it either. So I heard these things mentioned just a couple times. We met our yoga instructor and did breath work. 
It was something I had never heard of either. But I was on this retreat to try to grasp mindfulness. As a kid, one of my field trips was to the mines. I remember I brought home a souvenir of fool's gold from the gift shop. I also think I got purple amethyst because it sat on my dresser for years. It's got to be long gone by now. Really though, I only remember the girls in Bali talking about crystals and tinctures. Even a couple years prior, I stopped in Arizona on my way to a Beachbody conference in Vegas because it was only a one hour flight away and I went to Sedona for a real quick day trip. And there was a rock shop and all the different small like M&M sized rocks had different labels of what they helped, but I walked in and out like any touristy shopper. Yet after Bali, the following year when I went to New Orleans, I had my poor friend in a crystal shop we found on the way to a bar for a long time I had her in there for. (laughs) This time I actually wanted to buy crystals. Now picture my friend she's like what do you do with these and I'm like I don't know we just need them. So I spent like an hour and picked three and took photos of what the science said they were for. My patient friend had picked some but put hers back and I remember her muttering why am I going to spend money when I don't know what these do? What am I going to do with stones? Get lost in my draw. Never see him again. You try him first. You tell me. Something along those lines. She really was so supportive and patient. It just wasn't an everyday thing to her. And me either, actually, or anyone back in my life back home. When I went to pay, they had sage wrapped in a string at the counter. So I bought that too for sage smudging, but didn't know why. And that was that. That must have been the summer of 2017. Then suddenly a few months ago, so a year and a half later, I got intrigued. Like, super intrigued and I had to learn what people did with these and what they each meant. You probably heard of the book The Secret, Manifesting Your Desires, Speaking What You Want Your Truth to Be, and I feel like crystals are similar. The best thing I did though was bought a book to actually learn about crystals. I'll link the one I got below and I'm still reading and learning and I'm starting to know the common thoughts behind what certain crystals purposes and that can be different for everyone. I don't have a pet rock and I don't read crystal balls, but I do have crystals. I remember I hid them in my drawer when my boyfriend came over to my new place because I didn't want him to think I was hippy dippy. But then I put them back out. I thought this is someone who knows me pretty well. And my two biggest concerns are him seeing my cellulite and now my crystals. (laughs) I had to get my priorities straight. I am a mix of the furthest thing from hippie to totally embracing that. So it's kind of funny, but I like holistic alternatives to wellness. And now that I'm recording this, my secret is out. But I do believe we carry different levels of energy and have different frequencies. And recently I bathed my crystals under the full moon. So yeah, I believe in the power of crystals. I still am new to understanding them. I don't have a crystal grid, but I would like one once I have an actual collection, of course. I mean, if our electronics are run using crystals, they must contain energy and they've been around quite a while. You may be saying, I don't buy it and that's fine. Back to me going to a random event at a church out of nowhere because I felt like trying to make friends. Consistency is how I became open to even the topic of crystals. Consistency in experimenting has served me well. If I think back, I had great success getting lean with the methods I used to train and eat for my first fitness show. So I could have thought, why try another way? But I tried three different ways for three different shows. To be flexible is to be educated. To be flexible is to grow as a person by being willing to learn. 
just like loading the dishwasher your way isn't the only right way, but that's the way that you know. Bodybuilding taught me a ton about myself and crystals can too. Anything to help you slow down, take a breather, and reflect is only positive in my eyes. Healing crystals bring different experiences to every person. It's quite mysterious and maybe that's why it has piqued my curiosity. Different ones are good for different times in your life and the same type can bring a different result to different people. We are surrounded by energy, so I'd like mine to be balanced and if that's something I might be able to control, I'm here for it. Crystals have intent and I wanna live a life full of intent. If I trust in the things I believe and believe in the things I trust, and if I have high amounts of hope for things to come, there ain't nothing wrong with having high standards and setting high limits for yourself. If it's woo-woo or hipster or not, I try to no longer fault someone for speaking about something I know nothing about. Bodybuilding, crystals, quitting a stable job to be your own boss, all things that are bashed and all things too specific to be well-known topics yet so quickly judged and quickly misunderstood. I'm glad people like all different things and are different than me because every single one of us is different and that's how it should be. I try to remain flexible in my listening before opening my mouth and more so before coming to an unspoken conclusion. I'm still a work in progress and not getting mad that people get caught up in their bubble. There's a whole world out there with thousands of groups and hobbies and likes and interests. I hope one of my episodes piques your interest and you learn a little something and get a break from your hectic day. I still hesitate to talk about crystals, so if you do want to see more on my Instagram, send me a DM there at ErinRowFit and let me know that crystals pique your interest too, or let me know your favorite crystal. I appreciate you listening. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. I'm so happy to have you as part of our posse and would love for you to comment with what topics you'd like to hear about next. You can find out more at myempowerproject.com. Tap that subscribe button so you don't miss out on the exciting guests and enlightenment to come. Have a fabulous day.